listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. What's up, Colorado? Chris Lopez here. And today's podcast is another strategic partner introduction. And today we are talking title, which is not the most exciting or mostly understood product out there in real estate, but it's necessary for every transaction. As a reminder, our strategic partner program are vendors and people around town that we know, like, trust, and do business with. And the title company we have today, First Integrity Title, is one that Terrence Doyle has worked with for many, many years as he's grown through his real estate career. What's up, Terrence? Chris, I'm excited to be back in the studio. Just a little weather report. It's beautiful out. <laughs> it feels almost like summer, so I'm really excited about that. And I'm also excited to have Tom Conkle in the studio from First Integrity Title. And uh, you know, I met Tom a little less than a year ago yep. through my neighbor, Joel Mecklenburg, who's also one of the partners at First Integrity. And uh, a little backstory, you know, Joel and I met, and he was talking about a deal that he had just had to write a check on. And that deal happened to be mine because Title had forgotten to pay the property taxes. And that's how we met as neighbors, that his title company that I've worked with for over 10 years, done hundreds and hundreds of transactions, and he made it right. And uh, him and I have become very close friends, but I've been using First Integrity, like I said, for 10 years, really excited to have Tom on the show. So Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here and and have a conversation about something that isn't very exciting, but will make exciting through our conversation. So thanks for having me. That's exactly right. So let's take it all the way back and let's just start with a brief explanation before we get into your story of explaining what title is. Everyone knows they have to go to a title and they to close their refi or the purchase of their home or business or uh, you know apartment building or industrial building. Walk us through explaining it as if you're explaining it to a five-year-old. So I, I, I think the best way to look at title is if you're if you're comparing it to traditional forms of insurance that you're used to, like PNC, health insurance, things like that, title insurance is insuring against what happened in the past, not what's in, happening in the future. So if you look at that, we're looking in the past to see what's happened to insure our lien holders, our property owners, that they have clean title to the property. There's no liens. There's no... Um, access issues, things like that. So obviously we we add some additional coverages sometimes that will insure against future. But I would say, just look at it that way. We're looking past, not forward. Looking past. And so that includes, right, easements. Yep. So judgments. And so those are things that typically, like in things that I've done, you know, coming from a flipping background to multifamily, typically there's easements on properties. There can be a past judgments. Judgments comes, come up in the yep. force of like child support, divorces. I mean, all kinds of different yep. things. So those are things where, in my mind, you can really tell the value of a title yeah. company. We have to help you. We have to head you off of future landmines. Mm-hmm. And and a lot, it, it's all the things you said, but access. Right. You know, do you have proper access to your property? You don't want to buy something and find out you don't have access to it or you only have one point of access. So it's really things like that. It's partnering with you. And I, I think that's the key phrase with title mm-hmm. companies is partnering with you to make sure you know what you're getting and you have marketable title. Absolutely. And what I really love about First Integrity and and the team that you're on is that, you know, something you and I have talked a lot about is, you know, title, a misnomer is, you know, you can go to different mortgage brokers and get different rates, right? Yeah. You can go to different real estate agents and pay a different price based on the service and their business model, right? But in title, it's all the same price. Title's title. Title is title, title, which is really interesting then, because if it's all the same price, it comes down to 
relationships and value and customer service, right? Exactly. I mean, title of this, I always say, us and lawyers are the most commoditized piece of the real estate transaction. Because in transactional deals, we all do the same thing. And in title, we offer the exact same product. The Mm -hmm. policy you get is the exact same on every, depending on what coverage, but the policy is the same and the price is negligible. It's almost identical. So it comes down to relationships and service. Right. And so that's one of the things that I've loved about you from the first day we met. You know, you come into our office and, you know, we're already a client, but, you know, you and I wanted to meet each other because you're going to be heading up the commercial division there. And your first thing was, how can I add value to you? And you didn't even know that, like, that's like the hat and everything I'm about, right? Is, hey, how can I add value? Right. And uh, so maybe talk a little bit about your perspective of how you viewed the business and grown. I mean, and, uh, you know, you were, you work for a publicly traded company. Now you're first integrity. I mean, you've done some amazing, amazing things, but talk a little bit about your view of your role, you know, serving your clients and partnering. Yeah. You know, Terrence and, and Chris, I think I look at my role in business sort of like I do in my personal life is I look at everything as how you can add value to that relationship. And it's not coming to you and sitting and going, Terrence, when is your next deal? How can I close your next deal? It's how, how can I get to know you mm-hmm. to better understand your next deal and what it's what's happening? And how do we add value to it? Title companies, a lot of people don't understand. Title companies are real estate information companies. The closing is just one of the things we do. But title companies have vast background in title and for in real estate information. We see every deal that's done. We we have so much information at our fingertips that is available to our clients and share, but so many title companies don't do that. And they don't share that information. They don't approach it. They they just want to do your closing. And we want to do your closings, but I want to have a relationship with you long before the first closing. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that really stood out to me is, you know, all the people that I've met, you know, in title, you know, that was the first time that I had heard someone phrase it that way of, hey, Terrence, you know that we see all the loans getting done you know, we know, we understand the banks are, that are getting even more aggressive on multifamily or land or industrial. Mm-hmm. We understand, you know, what they're, you know, what they're charging. We see what the brokers doing the top deals. You know, we see the hedge funds that are buying. We understand, you know, which, which funds are, are investing as LPs and, and mezzanine. You know, you see, like you said, all of the data in every transaction. And so thinking like that of being able to come to your clients and saying, hey, are you aware of this going on in the market? And like you said, an informational source, you know, I thought that was really interesting because I've never thought about it that way. You know, we talk a lot. We always talk about our relationships and we talk about our relationships. Are they a mile wide and an inch deep? And what I mean by that is you have a million relationships with no depth. Mm -hmm. And we really, we really invest in our relationships and our partnerships with our clients. We're not just their, we're not just the title company. We're one of their partners. And, and we take that really serious. And I think um, when you do, you deliver a much better value add product to your clients. And, and I think that's something that we stress within our organization from the person that picks up the phone to the person that's signing the checks. Everyone that touches a client adds value. Yeah, I love that. So take us maybe back, you know, you, you're you from Denver, you grew up all over, you know, the Denver metro area, and you had an, you know, really interesting upbringing, uh, you know, played college sports. So talk a little bit about, you know, growing up in Denver, and then how you got into title. Well, no one gets into title intentionally. <laughs> so I will tell you that first, unless your family owned the company, which mine did not. Right. Um, but Terrence, as you said, I'm really proud. I, I'm a Denver native, very few of us around anymore. And 
I had a real unique experience to grow up um, in Denver, and I, it's changed incredibly mm-hmm. from the time I grew up. Um, and went to South High School here in town, graduated from Northern Colorado, where I had the opportunity to play sports. I played lacrosse um, at UNC, um, and then had the opportunity to coach lacrosse in high school here in Denver for about 15, 20 years at East and South in Regis High School. And, you know, all those things helped me build relationships along the way. Right. Um, From my time growing up here in Denver to my time at UNC to my time coaching, every one of those stops led to relationships that I still carry to this day. Um, You know, I got into title insurance by a lot of people by accident. Um, I needed a job after college and someone mentioned that a title company was hiring for a management trainee and they mentioned the president of the company happened to like ex-jocks. And he happened, I happened to trick him that day and he liked me a lot. And I got into it and I just sort of moved my way up the career. Um, I owned, at one point, I was a partner in the company here in town with some other partners. Um, and then for the last several years, I ran the U.S. for a major underwriter. So on the commercial side, I ran the U.S. platform for us on everything commercial real estate in the United States up until September. And I thought it was time to make a change in my life. Um, Nothing against the company I was with. Great company. Created great opportunities for me and my family, but it was time to do something different. And my current partners um, had approached me and First Integrity was a company I'd known about for a long time. As a matter of fact, we tried to buy them. Wow. And they didn't want to be a part of a big public setting. And so I was really lucky and fortunate enough that they wanted me to join them and become a partner. And I did starting January one. And it's probably the best move I've made in the last 10 years Um, to be energized every day, what you do and who you touch and the people you work with. I got to tell you, I, I, I'm excited every day to what I do. And it's not because title insurance is exciting. It's, but what we do every day is exciting and, building great relationships with people like you and Chris and others is fun. Right. So, yeah. Cause you know, you were just to brag on you a little bit. I mean, you've done some epic, epic deals. I mean, in throughout your career, I mean, you've helped you know, smaller, younger operators like myself. You've also helped major, major institutions buy multiple billion dollar properties around the world. And so you had a crazy track record, a massive resume, you know, leaving that company and you had an opportunity to go pretty much anywhere you wanted, right? I mean, because of what you had done, of building that team and that infrastructure and the volume and your, like you're saying, the relationships you had around the country and all different asset classes. So, you know, what was it that was like, I want to go with this more regional, maybe smaller, more boutique family style company, First Integrity, versus some of the larger shops that were recruiting you? You know what, I, I, Terrence, I really appreciate it. You know what? I'm really flattered and I was lucky to have the options I did. Um not many, a lot of people don't. So right. I never take it for granted. And so, but what made me pick First Integrity was, first of all, who they were as people. The partners, you know, I picked them first over the company because of the people they were and how they lead. But the second one was the reputation First Integrity had established over the last 20, 25 years. And plus, giving our clients the opportunity to do business everywhere in the United States still. So we're still a single point of contact anywhere in the United States on a commercial real estate transaction. So we can do business here, anywhere in the United States from a single point of contact at First Integrity. 
And that was really important to me. That is that not common in the industry for a single... When you say single point of contact, I, I'm not quite sure I understand what you're saying. You know, it, it, it is, especially with the major underwriters. A, a lot of... I would say it's not as prevalent with agents, but that was important to me because relationships, you follow your relationships and you don't want to mm-hmm. hand them off. Mm-hmm. If they're doing a deal in Dallas, you don't want to hand them off to someone that they don't know. And so that was really important. So... Chris, it, it is, it's not uncommon with the big underwriters. It's a little less common with agents. Okay. Um, but it was important to me. Um, and I thought First Integrity really had that platform. And quite honestly, they had the internal team that could do it. I mean, it's great that people like me and mm-hmm. we have a great relationship, but I got to tell you, the internal team, the people that touch the transaction and touch the clients are so critically important to what we do. And I got to tell you, that's one of the other reasons. Once I met the team at First Integrity, they're as good as anyone in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I can speak to that. And I think that's one of the things, you know, when I was flipping properties back in the day, you know, we worked with one closer, Don Alexander, and that's still on anything under four units. That's who we've used. And it's and that was why we kept going back to her when we had the opportunity, right? Sometimes when someone's listing a property, I, as the buyer, couldn't pick. But when I was selling, or if I had the choice as the buyer, it was always First Integrity way before... I knew Joel or even you, right? And it was because of the way that they handled closings, right? Don Alexander and her team, they knew exactly how to get through any challenge. I mean, I can remember, and this is back in the day when, you know, you could buy foreclosures, right? She knew how to help us figure out if there was judgments, if the judgment was going to last, or if we could buy it out, the easements, like we talked about earlier. I, I can remember one time where there was a credit card issue and, uh, you know, she found out who, where the credit card was, who owned the judgment, how to pay it off. And I think it didn't even really delay closing. Right. But these are all the things about when you say it's the same price, but who's actually pulling the strings and the closer really, really matters. And their level of education and experience of being able to understand how to solve the problems because title doesn't really, who the closer is doesn't matter until you have an issue and your closing's delayed and then it matters exactly. because they know how to solve the problems. Well, you know, Terrence, I'm glad because I always tell people title doesn't matter until it does matter. 100%. And yeah. eight times out of 10, it goes smooth. It's right down the fairway. But those two times out of 10 where you really need a title company to step up and help you get your deal to the finish line. And I will tell you, Majority of the time, those decisions are made based on relationships. Mm -hmm. They're made based on how long have we done business together? How many claims have we ever had? And how we deal with each other. And I'll tell you the other thing that's really important. Does the title company you use empower their people to make decisions for their clients? Mm -hmm. It's really important. Do you empower your people to make decisions in the best interest of your clients? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I was telling, uh, I think I was sharing with you this story, you know, last year we were closing the biggest deal in my career was a $70 million apartment building here in Wheat Ridge. And, you know, the, you now there's attorneys involved and all these things. And so the attorney had picked another title company and we were downtown and we were in this office for three or four hours because the notary that they had hired had left, right? She was, you know, because there was things going on with the collections and deposits and they were trying to true up the closing statement. And so little things like that, you know, with, you know, my experience with First Integrity has been anytime we have a closing, you know, there, you know, Victoria's in the office for 30, 45 minutes and she's not leaving until it's done, you know? And so it was just mind boggling to be seeing how other companies run their organization. And you, and like you said, you know, we, it's something that could have been as easy as an hour took four and a half hours just because their attention to detail, 
and the customer service, and you're just all those little things, the nuances of they just wanted the deal and the business and they had a relationship with that attorney, but that attorney didn't even realize what he was getting into, right? And so, you know, like we're saying, it doesn't, you don't see the value of it until it's too late and until something goes wrong. Yeah, and I think the other thing at First Integrity we bring, we we write on probably the four major underwriter, title Mm -hmm. underwriters. So we give our client we take our client to the underwriter that best fits their needs and their transaction. And I think that's really something important to understand when you're dealing with an agent mm-hmm. versus an underwriter, that an agent can take your transaction to one of multiple underwriters if that means getting certain things done. So I think that's really important, having that flexibility that an agent and First Integrity gives you, especially on tricky transactions, where maybe one underwriter won't be willing to take a risk, but because of our relationship with multiple underwriters, we can do that and take it to do what's in the best interest of our client. Yeah, which is huge, you know, especially when you're talking about, you know, you know, all these closings, you know, there's so much money on the line, right? There's so much money and time is money and all these things, you know, you know, the deals that, you know, we're working on now, you know, we, we have 120, 160, 170 days into it, right? Yeah. And attorney's fees and all these things. And so being able to get to a closing table with the confidence that you're going to be able to close and there's not going to be any surprises, right? And, you know, so one of the other things that I think I've really realized is getting an updated closing statement like every day for the last seven days before closing, because things are changing, yeah. right? These attorney's fees are coming in, you know, the collections, the settlement statement, the settlement statement is changing in the transactions we're doing all the time. And so having someone that is anticipating that and sending updates, and so that way you're not having an issue like that. Yeah. Hey, one underwriter not gonna, is not gonna do this. They're not comfortable with the certain language or the easement or the addendum or whatever it is, right? And so, you know, all these things, I think get back to the point of just relationships, customer service, and how can you, be with the right people are going to help you get things done on time. So it's not costing you more money or headaches. Yeah. Well, I, I think all the things you just said, you know, it's funny. One of the other things we talk about, what's more important, all the stuff you just said or donuts and coffee mugs with pins in it or tickets, right? You know, don't be a glad hand or be a value add mm-hmm. partner. And so everything you said is what's critical to a deal in, you know, We'll go out and have beers and hang out together, but we do that because we like each other. Mm-hmm. We do that because we have a relationship. We don't do that. I don't do that to get a deal from you. Mm-hmm. We do it to celebrate our our relationship. And I think that's one thing to really remember in any service provider, whether it's a title company or whether it's a mortgage broker, whether it's your law firm, do they value your relationship or do they view you as a transaction? Right. And I think you should demand more. Yeah, Absolutely. So talk about maybe the team that you're building, because I know Victoria's, you know, over there on the commercial side and you came in to really like juice up the team. So talk about maybe the business plan, the people you're looking to hire and, you know, the kind of people that you can serve, right? The audience is, you know, there's brokers, there's owners, there's other operators like myself, you know, so talk about, you know, the team and, you know, what you guys are building there and and how they can, you know, find you. So I'll tell you, I I appreciate, this will be my pitch. Um, we're, we're looking for a few good people. I sound like the, the army or Marines or whatever it is, but we're not looking for everyone. And we're going to be very selective on who we bring onto our team because culture is incredibly important to us mm-hmm. and how you fit with us and how you fit with our clients. So Terrence, we are looking for a few good people. Um, we're not going to be the biggest. We're not going to compete on size. We're going to p- compete on quality and relationships in you know, we need people that understand how to do business locally, regionally, nationally. Um, and that's really important. And 
So I would say the first thing we talk about, I interview someone at least once a day. I have an interview at least once a day with someone since I've been here in January. Wow. So do the math. Mm. Um, everybody I talk to, all we do the first day is get to know each other. And all we talk about is culture. Never talked about their skill set, how much business they can bring. It's, I, I want to know if they fit. And, and it's not just to fit with our company. It's a fit with our clients. Mm -hmm. And so, you know what? We're not going to be the biggest, but we're going to be really good at what we do. We can do, like I said, we can do deals local, regional, national, and we're going to be really good at that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's sort of, you know, I, not to overly sound overly simplistic, but that that's sort of who we are. And we don't want to be things we're not. Yeah. And I think, you know, one one of your strengths, Tom, is just connections and relationships. You know, from the day we met, you know, you've been consistently trying to introduce me to other people to help elevate, you know, my knowledge and you know, relationships in the market with people senior to me that have been doing what we've been doing for a long time. You know, two of the guys that I think we're going to try to ha have on the podcast that you've done a lot of deals mm -hmm. with and built relationships with is Bauman, mm -hmm. you know, who owns a ton of industrial parking lots, uh, the storage facility, yep. and then Mike Zollner, yep. who basically was the godfather of, you know, apartment syndication and building this massive platform in Denver that eventually led to Red Peak. And, uh, you know, so that's what you've helped me with in my career. And I see you consistently doing that for other people. When you're meeting with them, you're always looking, hey, what relationship can I add to their Rolodex? How can I improve their business? How can I help them grow? Uh, even if it's just in relationships and knowledge, right? And uh, and that's something that I really admire because there's not a lot of people like that are just trying to introduce people so that they can grow and enhance their career, even if it doesn't necessarily benefit you in the near term. Yeah, no, you know, and I appreciate that. I think one of the things you look back in your career, and I'm sure people will think you and Chris and I are similar in age. So I, I just aged really well and you guys haven't. So, um, but I'll tell you, one of the things you, you look at is when you look back on your career is the value of those relationships and what value can those relationships bring to other people mm -hmm. in the knowledge they have. And it's not so much in the equity they bring or the deal flow. It's the knowledge they bring and they're willing to share And some of those names you mentioned are some of the most gracious, successful people in this town that are always willing to share knowledge and they want to see people grow. And I think that's, that's, that, that, that's really fun. That makes this, what you do every day fun. So, yeah. and that's one of the things I'm excited as we go forward and we do more content as you know, you and some other people at first integrity title, like when we start planning this out, you mentioned these names, further names, again, along that same theme of adding value and these interviews, bring on these guests. It's just adding value at scale in a different way. Like I'm excited to meet them. I'm excited for audience to get to know them because just the way you do it, like that one-on-one -on -one format you guys were talking about, we'll both start doing at scale as well, which is a whole other way of just adding those connections, adding knowledge out there to local community. Yeah. I, I think one of the things real estate professionals in our sphere should always look at is don't worry about the next deal so much is building the great relationships that might lead to the next deals. And I, I think you will see more deals long-term as a result. Do you want to be the person that gives people the first look or you're the last person they take deals to? So do you want to get first looks because people like and care about you? Or do you want to be the last resort? Right. Yeah. 
So I'm super excited. I think this is going to be an amazing series with First Integrity. You know, something that most people don't understand, which is why we wanted to, you know, provide a definition as if we were explaining it to a five-year-old. And really, I think the punchline is it is a commodity. It's the same price regardless of where you go. So when you're picking title, pick it based on the value they're going to add and the relationships and their customer service. And I think, you know, First Integrity has done an amazing job of not just saying that, you know, because talk is cheap, but actually living that out. I mean, the number of problems that they solved for me throughout the year, I can't even recount. I just said a couple that in the last six months of deals we've closed, right? But I mean, this has been consistently over 10 years, 10 years. And uh, so it's been incredible. I've really enjoyed working with them. I'm excited for the audience to get to experience what I've experienced in my career in real estate. And so maybe talk a little about how they can get in touch with you guys, who on your team can they can reach out to if they want to learn more and build a relationship with you guys. Well, I really appreciate that. I I think... You know, I think on the commercial side, the the key person I'd like to say is me, but it's not. It's Mm -hmm. Victoria Chapman. And I would say reach out to Victoria, go to our website, um, look under the commercial tab. Um, Our commercial team is incredible. We have as much or more talent than anyone I've seen in this business. Mm -hmm. Um, Feel free to reach out to me on our website, my email, my cell number, my direct number. and I think I'm one of the most responsive people there is. And whether it's just a question about, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with something on a title thing and it's not even something First Integrity is doing, more than happy to give you some answers. It, it might not be something we're involved in, but if it's something you're struggling with, happy to look at it. And so, you know, I, I think just, you know, just go to our website, look us up, um, feel free to call me. I don't know. I'll give you my phone number right now, 303. You throw it out there. <laughs> 358-3319. So I don't mind if you call or text. So yeah, and we'll put it in the show notes. And you, you know, you're LinkedIn, First Integrity's on LinkedIn, you're yep. on LinkedIn. And you know, we'll put Victoria's email and contact information yep. is where she does an amazing job on the commercial side. We'll put, you know, someone on your team on the residential side, yeah. you know, for that as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm excited for the audience to hear some of the guests you have, some of the relationships and your network, the deals they've done, their stories. I mean, it's it's going to be incredible for them to see how you've done that and put that together and really lived out, you know, what yeah. you're talking about. And you know what I would say, again, demand more out of your relationships. You know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to demand more. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't just do business with people that want your transactions. Do business with people that want to get to know you. And I think, you know, for me, like years ago when I got into real estate, titles, title, whatever, yeah. didn't even know what a title policy was until, you know, months in the business, all that stuff until I think what you said a few minutes ago, Tom, didn't care about it until it became a problem. Holy crap. Why did closing get delayed? Why did the style company decide to reschedule that telling on our team? Like just mind boggling. And that's something that, you know, I learned is it's a matter, things get screwed up yeah. and the Ideally, the team you have in place, they should be proactive about it, take care of it. But even that once one does, it gets taken care of. And that's all I've seen from First Integrity. You guys have been proactive. You've been on top of it. And it's like you think about the problem before it is a problem. Well, and I think some Terrence said well, how he met Joel, one of my partners. Joel owned, his, owned our mistake. Mm-hmm. And do people own their mistakes? You know, do people own their mistakes or do they, bat- do they battle you on it? And you know, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. Own it, move on. Yep, hundred percent. Awesome. Well, Tom, this is great. I mean, radio, TV major. 
your first podcast. I thought you crushed it and I'm excited for, you know, we're just getting started here. I think things are only going to get better. So it's, this was, this was amazing. I'm excited for the audience to hear it, digest it and be able to take some action on it. Well, I, I appreciate you and Chris let me on. I, I promise next time I'll have a cooler hoodie or better, <laughs> better hair like you. And, um, but I, I really do. This is an exciting time for us and our company. And I'll tell you, I, I couldn't be more proud to be a partner and represent First Integrity. Cool. Thanks a lot, Tom. This has Thanks. been great. Thanks, Tom.